Alex made it like a little uh, introduction, like beat to I- Isaiah's podcast, his cousin in law. Oh, okay. Yeah, he actually made like a little intro song. Yeah. Oh, Christian asked me about this idea for uh, having an intro in the podcast, and I agreed with it, and then he decided not to do it. No, I did it. I had the script. Like, I have the script right here on my phone. I just got to, like, read it out. And he then, um, had his phone with him. Like, he could have just said it on your phone, and we would have believed you. He's like, I have it right here. You're like, dude, you always have your phone. I wanted to illustrate, like, for effect, you know, this thing right here. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Oh, oh, Brielle doesn't know. We moved, uh, we moved the mattress in the living room because now we have, like, a TV that has, like, unlimited hacking. I don't get Christian this. I mean, not unlimited oh, hacking. Cool. Criminal. But like, I mean, yeah. like, like, uh, it's like a little Android box. That, so you uh, guys, so no one sleeps in the bedroom anymore? No, there's just a box bringing it. I mean, uh, we're gonna move it. There. We're gonna move it like after your birthday, but we just wanna have it out here for like, cause we're having a bunch of friends over. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have like a huge sleepover. Well, not really huge. It's like there's like really no like three people here. <laughs> yeah, we met like one person. <laughs> yeah. Sit with us for a minute. I know. Uh, Al, do you remember when there was like a sleepover in, in my house, and like my house consisted of a single room? Yeah, that was that was fun, right? Yeah, yeah. There was fourteen of us in there. <laughs> we were packed up like sausages. It was yeah, bad. that was pretty rough. That's a literal sausage fest. It was one of those houses where the mattress or the bed folds up into the cupboard space. Something yeah. like that. It's called a Murphy bed. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Oh, there's an actual name for that. I've only seen them on TV. Yeah, like, I, I heard it. Really I heard it because of Fixer Upper. Oh, okay. You ever watch that so, show Fixer Upper on HGTV with the with the Texas uh, whatever couple? Yeah, the guys from uh, Waco, right? Waco, yeah, yeah. Mom's like a huge fan. She's like a home garden expert. Yeah, all of the moms are huge fans. I'm sure. I heard Christians, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, like they're they're, they're mo- model citizens." Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, they have like freaking um, enough kids. That's the thing too. They got like five kids or something. I'm like, dang, slow down. Stop, actually, don't slow down. Stop, just stop. <laughs> so, go ahead, Crystal. Why'd you have a bad day? Um. Well, <laughs> for starters, Alex had to work at six in the morning, so we had to wake up super early so I could take him to work. <laughs> that is the earliest I've ever w- woken up um, on obligation. I wouldn't even wake up that early to go to school. Um, that, and also... Did you do it? <laughs> huh? Did you do it, though? Did I wake up early to go to school? No, did you wake up at 6 o'clock? No, I had to wake up at 5.45. Oh, but did you actually do it? Did you you woke up at 5.45, or was or else Alex I like... I walk to work at 8 in the morning. Oh, okay. I have to start yeah. at 1. <laughs> at 6. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you didn't have a choice. It, it, for for your benefit, you needed to wake up that early then. Yeah, I had to wake up early, and then I worked at 8, and I was supposed to get off at like 4 or 5, but we got a same-day delivery nine minutes before the cutoff. <laughs> I'm too young to drive the delivery truck, so I had to wait for the other delivery driver to come back before I could go home. And of course, the arrangement... Has dipped fruit, so I have to wait for the chocolate to dry, then make it. So there was another process. I was, it was a long day, and plus the owner was here, and I didn't expect him to be there. So I thought it was gonna be really chill when really he was just like, wrong, wrong, wrong. Like that's literally all that happened. <laughs> oh man, 
And it was the owner of the establishment, so... The owner of the franchise. And I just thought I was take it. on my own. And then I saw his, like, Audi sitting in the parking lot, and I was like, I'm screwed. <laughs> you should have you showed him that you're a key holder now. Like, hey, you can't talk to me like that anymore. I'm a key holder now. I know. Oh, yeah. I got my <laughs> I finally, yeah, he, he's like, I made you a key holder. Like, I will take that key away. What's it? Oh, is this a new, no. you're a key holder? Oh, yeah, I just became a key holder um, on Monday for my, All right. for my job. So more responsibilities. Yay. Uh, responsibilities. Yeah. yeah, I know. That means I actually have to know what I'm doing for my job rather than just kind of just guess. I still guess, <laughs> so. <laughs> so I feel bad for you. I'm still guessing. I mean, I kind of know what I'm doing sometimes. Sometimes my friends just look at each other and we're just like, we look at how ugly our arrangements are when we make them, and we're like, how did we get this job? <laughs> I don't know. How? My friend Psycho is always like, I don't know what I'm doing half the time. I'm just dipping fruit. <laughs> that would be great on a business card. Fruit dipper. That's just like your thing. No, our, our job description, our, our uh, job title is literally fruit expert. Well, fruit expert. Is, but still. Like a farmer. Thanks. Yeah, produce man. Yeah, produce yeah. girl. Produce console. And we're all girls in the in the um, production line. The the guys are the delivery drivers, and they get the most communication with the outside world. We're stuck in this room, just making arrangements for the longest time. It's great. Making arrangements. It's like, what are you Uber driving? No. <laughs> <laughs> making edible arrangements. Yes. Because that's where I work. And All right. Podcast is not sponsored by Edible Arrangements. <laughs> you know, I had a dream that um, that I don't. It was one of you guys, but one of you guys were like, "What do you want for your birthday?" Like, you guys asked me that, uh-huh. and I said I didn't know, as I usually do. And um, it was like the Tuesday before my birthday, and I worked that Wednesday, and I get an order in, and it's like. All, it's like maybe like a hundred fifty dollar like arrangement to like my name and to my address for delivery. <laughs> I was like, so your present to me? <laughs> Wait, well listen though, your present to me is I get to make my own arrangement and get delivered for free, and I'm not delivering it because I can't drive it still. That's awesome. We should fucking do that. <laughs> Just <laughs> then, like, there it is. Knowing that it's my arrangement, like I will use the best fruit. And we'll put in more fruit. Have you ever? Have you guys ever heard of that? Uh, there's a show called Friend Zone. It was on MTV, and probably when no one was watching MTV anymore. But essentially, um, like there's two friends, you know, a guy and a girl, and one of them actually likes the other one, non-platonic, and they wanted um, they want to tell him, but they go through the whole episode where it's like a surprise, so they plan like this blind date. So let's say Crystal and, Al- Chris- Crystal and Alex, let's say you guys are friends, and let's say Alex wants to tell Crystal, I actually have romantic feelings for you. Mm-hmm. So Alex would help Crystal get ready for the blind date. And, and Crystal doesn't know who the blind date is. That is fucked spend up. Like, you spend like the whole day uh, like choosing clothes and stuff and, and getting ready. And then when they go to the venue, then Alex like does a little 180 turn. He's like, hey, so I'm your date for the night. <laughs> and <it's> fucking awkward. 
That would be horrible. So the, the few the few episodes that I saw, um, the the results were usually like, uh, oh, it's so you're so sweet, you're so not you're like all the wrong words for someone that's trying to. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like, oh, that's such adorable that you would try something like this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, thanks. Like, I guess. <laughs> and then usually the guy, you know, he he goes off all dejected. But then they still have to interview him. So, you know, hey, how how do you feel now? You know, and he's like, yeah, well, I'm glad I I'm glad I did it. I still care for her. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure we're still gonna be friends. And then he goes to the credits. And when the credits air, you're like. There's no way you guys are still going to be friends. No. Not after this. <laughs> There's no way, dude. So the show that is called Friend horrible. Zone. It probably got canceled after like three episodes. I don't know. Yeah, heartbreak after yeah, like, heartbreak. Nobody's going to succeed at this. Why are we, why are we making <laughs> <laughs> We're like over 14 now. Maybe this one there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, the producers probably thought it was going to be like, uh, like a 50-50 shot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's no chance. You know what I was always secretly hoping for those like uh, those um, MTV shows, uh-huh. um, the reality shows. I was hoping they would make some sort of mashup of like um, my super sweet sixteen and like sixteen and pregnant, <laughs> just be like my super sweet sixteen and pregnant. <laughs> you mean like a, a total like a party about the the birth? Like... No, a party while she's pregnant. Just getting wild, like, well, you're not supposed to eight, drink. Eight and a half You're not, exactly. Pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> About to burst, like, eight shots in. You're like. And then, like, your friends pull up in limos, and, like, a freaking, like, rapper shows up, and just, like, right. like just wilds out with you. And uh, everybody's getting nuts. My water's about to break. You're like, yeah. I can't deal with this. She's, like, stressed out, takes it out on her mom. Like, it's a mess. The show is a mess. You could do. Well, isn't that already uh, what happens on like Super Sweet Sixteen? Like they're all yelling at their mom anyway because things aren't like a hundred percent perfect. Yeah, yeah. So you could do what you could do is an episode of Pimp My Ride, and then <laughs> and then it go and then that same that same character goes into uh, My Super Sweet Sixteen, and, and then, then they, they and then they go into and then they go to Cribs. You know, everything's going great, and then they go to Sixteen and Pregnant. And then they end with an episode of True Life. Oh, <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god! True Life. And you can't forget about Fear Factor. Um. Fear Factor. <laughs> Fear Factor. Super yeah. Fear Factor. Super Sweet Sixteen. Like, well, our party theme is is spiders. You're so, like, oh I my can't. god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because remember that. There was a segment where they have to get the invitations, right? Like, that was one of the events, is even receiving your invitation. So <laughs> so now it's like, this is Joe Rogan, and this is Fear Factor. Your invitation is up in that helicopter. You have 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta eat this bull's cock. Then after that, you're gonna have to, like, go. <laughs> Oh my god. Congratulations. You are now invited to this party. <laughs> Evidently, fear is not a factor for you. <laughs> Yo, that's awesome, Al. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. We did it. I could have, produced, did it. I could have been a producer in a past life. I probably would have created Friend Zone, though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
Like, here's oh a good gosh. idea. Because you know what they what else they would do in that show? Like, there was a part where they'd say, uh, where the, the friend would, would ask the girl, usually it's a girl, and they would be like, hey, so what kind of guy, you know, do you think would be on this blind date? And, the, and so the girl starts describing someone, and it's nothing to do. It's like, yeah, not nothing at all. all right? like, oh, I wanted to be like tall, like pretty handsome. I wanted to, you know, be into this stuff. And like, then you could see like the blush on this guy's face. Like, like nothing like, like you. <laughs> Boy, you're in for some disappointments. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> or just every comparison. Well, like you, but taller. And also like you, but like smarter. <laughs> like you, but like less, like, you know, awkward. <laughs> But like you, sure. It, yeah, so like if the guy would try to hint at himself, like, well, what do you think about guys that are into like science? No, no, no one like that. I would definitely. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, me neither. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just totally just changes his personality like at the last second just because of all the preferences. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Good, good thing I'm I'm nothing like that. You know. I had an I had an interesting conversation with my five year old this evening. Mm. So we had uh, I got a couple days off, right? I'm off tomorrow and I'm off the next day. And me and my wife were like, "Hey, if you're gonna podcast tonight, uh, why don't we go out tomorrow night?" Because we were actually thinking about going out tonight, but you know we had this podcast thing, so we'll go out tomorrow night. But the five year old Charlene, she says, um, "Where are you guys going tomorrow?" And we're like, oh, we're going to go date night. We're going to go to the movies or something. And then she says, can I come? And we're like, no, it's, it's just going to be us, you know. We, so we, we couldn't really explain to her, um, you know, why she can't come. Mm-hmm. And she go, and then she starts asking, why, why can't I come? So then I actually thought, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to try to explain to her why we have these date night things, you know. So I said, Charlene, come here. I got, let me talk to you. <laughs> So, you know, I sat, I sat down and I'm like, you know, uh, mommy, daddy, um, we try to make time for each other because sometimes we get really busy with work and with taking care of the family. And sometimes um, we don't have time for each other and we want to try to make time for each other so we can, um, so that we make sure we still love each other and um, we stay together. And I went through this whole rant about like, um, you know, you, you might come um, across some of your friends at school or something where their parents aren't together anymore and it happened with our parents you know or like you know for her with her, with your grandparents because um like 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 life got in the way like i kind of went deep with her i didn't know if she was but she asked you know i'm like all right if you ask the tough questions you're gonna get the tough answers so so then i couldn't tell like i was looking at her reaction i couldn't tell if she was gonna cry or if she was confused but um but it seemed like uh it it was just a gamble, you know. Every once in a while, parents or or like adults, they have these these little gambles, and you're like, I wonder if this idea is gonna work, you know? If, like, I, I wonder if, if if this is the right time for this for this moment, you know? It's it's a bit of like like when we were kids, like you know, the sex talk when a, you know, like you get it either from a, a friend or the parents or like I guess some people they just learn it at school. They have you know some certain schools have it in their curriculum. But, like, when is the best time for stuff like that, right? And so in my mind, this is something like that where I feel like that conversation is necessary. I don't know if five-year-old listening to it as a, five, as a five-year-old was too early. But I don't know. I gave it a shot. I said, you know, what's the worst that could happen? But you at least planted a seed, and at least she's going to... So, so what, 
Yeah. So, wait, what's so, the worst, so what is the worst that can happen, Alan? <laughs> like, what? what did happen? Like, what did she say? Um, she actually relatively receptive. I I, I thought I like because I, I also um I also like equated it to daddy daughter day, which is stuff that we have. You know, like hey, you know, sometimes me and you just go out, and and mommy's not there, or your sister's not there. Sometimes you and mommy go out, and and daddy's not there. Like it, you know. Sometimes we have events like that. We have moments like that, and um. There, it's we just do things like that for each other and with each other, so that we can make sure that we're all growing together and loving each other as a happy, healthy family. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, it, part of it uh, actually was I did see a little success in there, but I also thought it was yeah, this is probably too early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, it, what I I I think though that next time she asks me, hey, why can't we, why can't I go with you? I'll be like, yeah, you know, we talked about this. I, I can go and do it <laughs> that's again. That's what it was. That was, <laughs> yeah. that's what it was. You just come up with any explanation. <laughs> just be like, <laughs> right? Because yeah. the unicorns, they need to plant the Cocoa Puffs and after that, then, you know, like, <laughs> <and then> like <laughs> how come you guys have to go? Remember what I said before? Unicorns, Cocoa Puffs? Unicorn yeah, exactly. Yeah. That like, whole thing. Oh, yeah. She's like 17, like telling her, like, like telling her her friend she can't yeah. go out. She go, yeah, my parents are having a day now. The unicorns, like they had to like. Yeah, you know about they're that. They're like, what though. are you talking? Yeah. About? <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> oh, and then and maybe that maybe that's the end result or you know the immediate effect. Next time she asks me that and I go into that little rant, she'll roll her eyes and be like, okay, never mind, you just go ahead. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even want to come anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll admit sometimes away from me to get them to like stop asking about something is to just like make them feel like by asking it's gonna just be worse whatever's gonna happen it's just gonna be like end up like worse. it takes more effort for me to listen to this answer than it does yeah. <laughs> for you to just take me with you right yeah yeah I mean, that, exactly yeah and that wasn't my intent now like if that happened i guess i was okay with it too because at the end of the day um, she ain't coming. Like she's not right. coming to date night. You know. Yeah, it's not like she's gonna convince you. She's gonna win you over. Yeah, it's not like, like I'm gonna say, it. okay, fine, you can come with us to you know what this R-rated movie we're about to watch, and then you know wherever romantic dinner we're going to. Like, she's she's not coming anyway. But what's what's weird is I think some parents are like that. Like, like they'll take their kids to date night. Yeah. Oh, I've because seen it they don't have an answer, and because they don't, they can't say like, what's that? I've seen it before because I used to work at a restaurant. Oh yeah! Oh. Story time. Okay. Okay. First, <laughs> they had a. I just look so heated because I remember this story so vividly. So this, um, there's a reservation for three at eight p.m. and it was a busy night. Like it was like around Valentine's Day time, but Valentine's Day was fully booked. So people who would come into our restaurant come like maybe monday morning monday night or like you know wednesday or you know anytime during the week um but there was like maybe like three or four days after valentine's day there's a a couple and a child that comes in so usually like children like if they're small smaller children will seat them in a booth because there's like the restaurant didn't have enough room for like high chairs or anything so it was easier to sit them in a booth so, okay, we'll sit them in a booth, but the area was also where larger parties were, so it was kind of louder. But there were still people on Valentine's Day dates, so there was, like, a mix of, like, party 
and romantic dinner time, and then there's this family of three that I just sit that that I decided to sit right in the middle because I thought it was the most efficient for the family. The baby was screaming for the whole time. Right in the middle of the restaurant. In the middle of the restaurant, at table one oh two, I remember vividly. Messing up Valentine's occasion. For everybody. For right. And the occasion because like whenever people would make reservations, we would ask if it was a birthday, anniversary, or whatnot, special occasion so we can make them a card and give them a little voucher. The occasion wasn't even Valentine's. The occasion was like the dad's or the husband's birthday. He was like shopping in the mall half of the time. So it was just the mom, the three year old out of control son, and the MIA dad for his own birthday. <laughs> That's it for everybody. That's why you don't ask your parents to go on date night. Because that, that is cr- no 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 that's that's not on that's not bad on the kid oh, that's bad on the parents oh yeah yeah that's why you don't let your kid convince you to take them to take them with you to date night yeah it was a terrible experience for everybody in the restaurant that Man. sounds horrible yeah it does I feel for who do I feel the worst for <laughs> me I was there for a double yeah <laughs> 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 having nothing to do with the <laughs> Like, it wasn't even about that that couple. It's me, because I got into a car accident. Like, what the heck? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. I think you Maybe said... the you mom. Said, you, no, I feel... You said the table was 102. I feel worse for the people at 103. 103 and 101. 101 was, like, a nice couple, like, on their first date. And they were, like... Oh, man. Deadly. First and last. Yeah. That, that was the first date of friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They got scared. No, no, no. That's not that friends of like scared straight. Basically, they like saw yeah. that, like, oh hell no, oh, I don't I want none of this. Like probably over at table one oh seven, there's some guy that was gonna propose, but after that, he just like Cancel. put the ring back in his pocket. Yeah. We were at a Grimaldi's Pizza in in the Woodlands, and uh, we're like sitting like in like this back room because it was kind of crowded, and there was like this couple next to us, and no joke, I promise you, because we. We get bored. We just start looking at people, like I guess, silently judging them. People watching. We just, we just so people these, watch. Yeah, these people are just like sitting at their table, literally for like five minutes, no talking, and they were just on their phone. And then like one of them will pause and go, "And the food's taking a while." She's like, "I know, right?" And then put their head back down. And it was just back like, on the phone. <laughs> I mean, "This is first century dating." Honestly. Like they probably met on Tinder. Like you know, <laughs> you can go have a wild time. It's like this is what our society. Yep. Screen looking. That's just like. Like, that's how we felt during the last family reunion when we were all in Arizona. And I'll admit, like, I didn't, I, I was out for a lot of it because obviously I, like, had, the, like, a Ryan, like, you know, a young son, married with a young kid. Yeah. Right? And Alan was the same way. So huh. we had exited. But for those who did not have kids, like you, Crystal, and some of the, our other cousins, there were some times everybody was sitting at that dinner table and you guys were on, uh... Group me. Group me. Yep. Y'all were texting with each other on group me. Yeah, that was true. And we told them the whole time. Boy, year was we, it? It was 2014. Oh. We told both of my brothers, get a group me, get a group me. Alan was like, I'm not doing that. I'm I didn't even have a smartphone. Like, yeah, dude, I was getting text messages up the wazoo, like, I'm like, what the, what, what, what the? And we were right next to each other. Or we were within rooms or within miles of each other because we had to stay in two houses. And that one, like, like in, in retrospect, that one um, wasn't even as bad because you were still interacting with each other. Like, it, I think it, it was bad compared to us, everyone putting their phones down and just conversing. 
but um, yeah, at, at least there was still some interaction with each other. Yeah. Where um, in the case that Alex is talking about, it sounds like they were ignoring each other. They were yeah. just so so awkward. So awkward. Yeah, you like, could just tell like they were eating their pizza and was just like looking around like, dang, what do I say? Like, can we back <laughs> to your place already? Like, it was just one of those kind of like, oh my gosh, like this mm-hmm. is normal. This is like you watch television shows and like this is what, this is what they talk about. You know, like, but it's like, it's but I don't know if anyone else has ever thought of this because well knowing their like the relationships like we all what we all have now like I don't like it's so I guess I don't understand the concept or how it works of like when people like meet someone through like a dating app I don't know if that's just because it, it's never happened to me before but okay. like not knowing somebody completely well okay because well because. Both of my brothers, like, they, they like, one of them what, met in school, and then one of them met in m- middle school. So, like, they... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Don't put me, don't put me like that. Like, that's the only person I've dated I'm not or been with. Like, like, <laughs> like what the... Not... So, he doesn't know shit, because uh, middle school, basically, yeah. relationship wasn't, like, a blind, like, but... blind interaction knowing intentionally that I might pursue this person well i would say for the majority of dating websites that aren't just like tinder i mean you spend a good amount of time you know i guess like online talking with them and then you'll spend a couple days if not weeks maybe months video chatting and you get to know oh you're right never mind you don't just meet a stranger like tinder and like hey maybe in this sketchy back of the walmart you know no 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 no. okay so maybe not that then maybe i guess like blind dates blind dates so so are you talking about like the match.com or the eHarmony, like the one, the paying sites where you actually create like this detailed profile and then there's this crazy algorithm that actually might match you with your potential soulmate. Yeah. Might, you know? Yeah. Or even like Tinder, but that's just based on like well, looks. Well, yeah, Tinder's basically like read a, you know, 100 character thing about myself and. Nope, 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 yeah. nope, nope, yep, nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. It's sad. But. That would be pretty awesome, though, if you could just, like, see a girl and then just, like, swipe her to the left. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just, like, physically just move her, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I think about? I think about that Chappelle show where Chappelle's in the club and he's just, like, uh, like dancing and stuff. And then there's, like, a girl that tries to, like, walk up to her and he straight up just, like, stiff arms her face out of the frame. Do you remember that? I think in the same... Yeah. In the same like fantasy scene that he has, he like he gets tripped up and his beer like gets thrown up in the air, but he like catches the the glass and then like all the beer that was in the air like he catches it all. Oh, he doesn't even spill the beer, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So if that ever um, happens, that's gonna be my defense. Like, look, we live in an age now where you just swipe chicks to the left, and yeah. she was in my path of walking. Yeah. So <laughs> and I wasn't interested. Otherwise, I would have to the right. So, you know. Traffic? Yeah, she was in the way. Yeah. 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 Speaking of in the way, that reminded me of um, (laughs) Alex and I were on the way to the park one time. And uh, we somewhat, no, we did not, but it it felt like we um, caused a car accident. Oh, man. Whoa. Yeah. Can you tell us? 
So, well, it's it's so hard to describe. No, it's not. Though. Especially for the listeners. So let me tell you guys. Every- <laughs> Neither want to tell the story because it's like, well, we just have to wait till the autopsy gets back. Because <laughs> they, we're not really allowed to discuss it yet. There's a gag order on the case. Yeah. <laughs> off the grid for like a week now. <laughs> You're like, where? What happened? Yeah. No, but anyway. So we were, we were um, sitting in traffic waiting for, uh, well, it was just natural traffic. And it was raining. And it was a one one lane per side street, I guess, right? Does that make sense? Like there's yes. only one one lane. One lane going forward, one lane going the other way. Yeah, yeah. And so there was a guy at a stop sign, um, trying to make the unprotected left into the street, going the opposite way of us. So we're stuck and we're sitting but like kind of adjacent to the stop sign. And Alex is saying, like, you know, you can pull out. Because some people will just stop in the middle of the, yeah, like, I just, know? I just motion my hand, like, hey, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm leaving a gap so you can go. I never told him, hey, it's clear. There's no cars coming. Come on through. I was just like, hey, like, uh, he didn't even look over his shoulder. He just gas. He gunned it. He gunned it. And, and there's was, another car coming the other way. Speed. Just with no, with no intention to slow down. Oh, just booking it. And... Bam. Yeah, we literally turned on the radio, like and we, Alex was like, did we just do that? And we said, no. Yeah, it was because like, you didn't <laughs> it was like two minutes of like convincing myself, like, dude, I, I did that. And then I was like, no. I was like, you, you might not have been part of the solution, but I don't th- you're not responsible for what happened. That guy still so, has to. So you guys, so hold on real quick. You guys were in a car too, right? Because at first, I oh. thought you guys were pedestrians. Oh, no, yeah, we were in a car. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because like, if, if you were a pedestrian, I thought it'd be worse. Like maybe the guy thought you were directing traffic. I just had my, my bright orange vest that day. You just wave him through. You just wave through. Accident happens. Like, oh, by the way, I'm not a cop or anything. I was just, you know. <laughs> Bastard, I'm not even mean? from here. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, what happened? Yeah, that guy in the orange vest told me to go, told me to go. Oh, don't worry, man. I don't even work here. <laughs> Like a yeah. foreman hat, it's like you can't wear that. <laughs> no, okay, so you guys were in your car, yeah. There, no, there's no. I think that was all in your head. I mean, it sounded seemed like those those guys were uh, that accident was gonna happen with or without you. <laughs> it was terrifying, though. We literally like just we heard it, but we were so close to it. But at the same time, like traffic was still moving, so we were just kind of slowly just. I mean, it, leaving the situation. If it would have been hit at the right angle, I mean, he pretty much came out of the intersection and was making a left, and that guy pretty much, they pretty much tapped, like, front headlights and, like, kind of went opposite directions. I mean, if he would have swerved his wheel left, I mean, that could have slammed, into, slammed into my car. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, yeah. really got injured. Because, Christian, do you remember, um... Uh, yes, your first I was going to say. When you, when you were driving, right? The first one that you had on your license? Was I in the car? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you were in the car. We were oh. on our way to confirmation class, right? Yeah, that's Yep. And somebody waved on traffic, and then there was this other lane that looked open. So I was like, I'm going to fucking go for it. <laughs> I'm going through. Especially to a 15-year-old permit driver, it looked open. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Hey, Eddie, let me go. It was good. Good faith. Yeah, so, there you go. So basically, nah. See, that, yeah, but I would like, looking back, I'm not blaming that guy, you know? No, no, no. Say, it's, yeah. Yeah, so what happened was, was there, there were, like, uh, we were turning left. And going the opposite direction, there were two lanes of like bumper to bumper traffic and a third lane that was clear. So the two lanes bumper to bumper traffic, uh, they made way for they created a space. Us, yeah, for us to turn left. 
And then yeah, it sounds like the same so we're thinking situation. it's clear, 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 because we assume on the third lane, it, like, it's clear. And then, um, but there's somebody that's taking that third lane. And it's like, oh, I can, I can speed through this. And uh, yeah, so like the the he he ends up sideswiping us, or we sideswipe him, or something, right? I remember it was a beamer. <laughs> it was like, fuck. oh man. So my memory was that uh, you you didn't have your license yet, yep. you know. And then um, it turned out because <laughs> I think from what I remember. Uh, we pulled over like to the gas station that was right there, insurance information and stuff. And then, uh, mom, mom, yeah, yeah, she convinced the guy to to say that uh, she was driving instead of Christian, yeah, like because mom has a license, you know. And then like, right. apparently that guy was cool with it. Like we never heard anything of a lawsuit either way, nothing like that. But yeah, C- Christian probably should have looked. That guy probably also shouldn't have been speeding down a bumper to bumper traffic, you know, Pacific Coast Highway. But that, well, that, that that was like them too. They were going pretty fast. It was raining and it was like a neighborhood street yeah. where the speed limit was like 30 miles an hour and they were going like 45 and it was raining. Yeah. So, you know, hey, that stuff happened. So I learned a lesson that day. That guy probably learned a lesson that day. So, you know, hey. You know what happened? And yeah, Crystal, you you knew nothing of the of I mean, you you were probably like ten months old or something. I, you I, you were so young, you were rear facing in the car seat. Oh, mm-hmm. that's young. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I couldn't even. That was my first thought. Was I was like, oh damn, like <laughs> Crystal's in this car, like yeah. God damn it, you know, like. So that was my lesson. Was just like, yep, I don't care if you wave me off. I'll, I'll still get a check. And if I'm go blocking ahead. you, no, you go ahead. Go no, yeah. go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. No, no. What <laughs> happens is when they wave me off, I just cut in front of them, but I still don't go all the way, because what I was, I remember clearly the reason why I sped through was because I wanted to be. This is sounds stupid now that I say it out loud. I wanted to be considerate to the people who were waving me off. Like I don't want to block their way, so I just yeah. want to get through. But that's stupid. Like, well, dude, in retrospect, yeah, cool. you were picking your poison, and it's you know. Like yeah. you, you picked the you you erred on the side of them. Well, they didn't get hit, but yeah, exactly. Not, you know, not, not thinking about the other guy. Yeah, and they so. were yeah. So yeah, I mean, if any, so they probably might have been feeling the way that like you and uh, that Crystal and Alex were feeling, where they're just like, oh man, I wonder if they were he was going because of us or something. It's like, well, so for me in my case, I was, but that's not their that's not their fault. That's me. That's my fault. Yeah. So it was the guy's fault. Yeah, it was the guy's well, fault. Well, I guess so. If you had to pick somebody that fault, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, but like I, the 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 first reaction was different for all of us, you know, because Christian's like, "Oh man, first time driver." Oh man, Crystal, you know, baby in the car. Mom is like, "Oh man, um, my husband's gonna kill me," you know, like our, our dad is gonna kill. And then me, <laughs> me, I'm like, "Oh dang, my girlfriend's at confirmation, and I, now I'm not gonna get to see her." Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone Pretty helps. much. I didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that stuff, stuff. That's life right there. I didn't how's, know how's life, in the, right? I didn't, well, I didn't know that, but I didn't know I was, like, less than a year old. Yeah, because what happened, because I remember mom, like, turned her head to check on you, and she had to ask me how you were, how you were doing, because she couldn't see you, and I was in the backseat with you. Uh-huh. How's Crystal doing? And I'm like, yeah, she's, she's good. Um, we just got hit by another car, but <laughs> other than that, she's all right. Like, like sleeping or something, just knocked out. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you probably you probably would not have been able to tell because like, if we hit a speed bump or something, it would probably be the same sort of reaction. Like you don't, don't really know. 
and and the way that the we didn't hit straight head on like he when that when that car saw me coming he did have a split second to sort of like swerve try to swerve so that to minimize the direct impact yeah so and then and then also christian hit the brakes when he saw that yeah. that guy was coming so yeah, yeah. so it, it probably looked little, worse than it actually was i mean in yeah. the corner of the car but yeah yeah and well and also because of all the traffic like we and then we caused more traffic mm-hmm. that was that was already there but um yeah did like taking the uh it's funny because that day was probably going to be uneventful just like okay just regular weekday going to confirmation class coming back home that's probably why christian was driving like ideal conditions for the most part you know Mm -hmm. just let's practice driving and then it turned into like uh cancel everything (laughs) we got a a crisis here (laughs) yeah we got a car accident we got to figure out what's going on well that was like me on the way to work when i got into my accident Oh uh, yeah, like like two years ago by now, maybe uh, one or two years ago. April of twenty sixteen. No. I mean, accidents are pretty much like a day ender. They're like, yeah, my day's done. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's on my calendar, just just, just move it, just cross it out. And you know what's funny? But you know what's ironic? I, that's how I feel about going to the dealership when I get a new car. Like yeah. when we step into the dealership, all right. Well, guess I'm not playing golf today. Yeah, your whole day is just done. <laughs> so long. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought about when I was talking about in the way, mm-hmm. because it was definitely in the way. So I got a question for you, uh, Nat. It's been maybe a couple months, right? Since you guys, almost two months since oh, you guys I... moved in. Yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, two and a half months. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so it's more than two months. Nice. So, um, do you use your dishwasher? No, because we have a reason why, and we have talked about this. No, we've had conversations about this. Okay. So when we, well, did you use a dishwasher when you lived alone? Like, did you run your dishwasher? No. Okay. But I never even used it as a drying rack. I bought a drying rack at Walmart. Oh. Well, yeah. So growing I was, up, I was single and alone. I only owned one light bulb. And I just like took it with me wherever I went. Whenever I needed to go to a room, I just unhooked it, hooked it to the other light where I needed to go, and I turned it on. Had like two lights in my house, including one of them being a lamp. No, I remember. Kitchen light didn't work. My clock light didn't work. My bathroom light only one light worked. You had a vacuum that was like I just kind of gave up. Like a little hand vacuum. I like vacuum the floor. I'm just like. Literally, like I'm mowing Crawling. the grass. With, mm, mm. <laughs> you, wait, wait, you you would vacuum the floor with a dustbuster? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, we oh, sorry, man. I should be laughing. <laughs> but anyway, dishwasher. Um, so we wanted to, and when we first moved here, we like you know what did our first initial initial grocery shopping, where we bought like all our cleaning supplies or whatever, and I bought dish soap, and or dishwasher soap, and there was a part in like. On the sink, I guess that holds like the like, it soaks up what the dishwash the water that the dishwasher holds. You know what I mean? When it's the dishwasher's running, and it was like it was not secure. And I was like, "What is this for?" And we didn't know what it was for. So we asked Austin, his Alex's brother. We were like, "Is this significant? Do you know why this is not sealed on correctly?" He was like, "Dude, don't run the dishwasher." We were like. Why not? Like, you know, we have the soap, we have everything, you know, we have dishes to wash, why not? And he was like, because with that thing, like, insecure, I mean, an insecure. 
with that awesome. thing going through its freaking teen years right now. <laughs> like, you don't know what the fuck's no. gonna happen. <laughs> A bunch of problems. Yeah, you have dirty dishes forever. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, anyway. No. With that little piece, like, not, not secure the water will shoot out. So Austin said that it was the same way at his apartment because they live in, I mean, not because, but coincidentally, they live in the same, like, complex as us, and they were just doing the laundry, and they were chilling watching a movie, and the water went boom all over, like, everywhere in the kitchen. Wow. Olivia was like, yeah, like the I literally was just chilling with my dog, about to eat my taquitos, and this happens. It's like when you're stuck into a straw and there's a hole in it and all the water just shoots out of that hole. It's like, it was exactly that. That has Look. never happened to me. No, never mind. But... You, you got good quality straws or something, then. <laughs> to you? You never had a hole in your straw and you try and suck and like, it just like, it'll like, kind of like lag almost like when you try and suck through it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, anyway, so we don't use a dishwasher. But it, I want to, but a maintenance guy came to like fix the water and I was like, oh yeah, also this thing is... um kind of like not secure and like he said he fixed it and I was like okay thank you I tried to like tug at it to see if it so it was still broken so we can't use this washer but I do want to and we don't well, you, you can and then and then you call that maintenance guy and be like so um this thing yeah, you can you so can take like, care of that right really fix my dishwasher like you said and now you can fix it again. Telling us in August, you're like, whoa. Well, like, we tried to run it a few times. Like, there's like a puddle, there's like a pool on the ground. Like, where do you live? Yeah. Uh, and you, are you are you guys upstairs? No, we're downstairs. Oh, uh, so I was thinking because then you you would affect the unit downstairs too. Yeah. There's like, water because of water out. damage. Yeah. Oh my god. Speaking of upstairs, our neighbors are so loud. Like, I think they have an alarm for three in the morning to let their dog run around. <laughs> that sucks. Well, you hear, like, moving, moving furniture. Like when they first moved here, like they didn't want to start until eleven thirty at night. Hey, how about this scenario? Maybe the dog wakes up because your battery on your smoke detector needs to be replaced. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear from outside. Like I'll like I'll come like, home from work and, and I'll hear. It. I'm like, well, that's ours. <laughs> if you have, so if you, if you have new guests over, you say, "Hey, which which apartment is yours again?" Oh, just follow the noise. Yeah, <laughs> follow the noise. I know the beacon. It's like what? Mm-hmm. What do you have in your house? Can you guys reach it or no? Yeah. Um. Well, we took the batteries out, but it's still going off. Whoa! What? That's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> They're out. Yeah, literally, like, I was like, oh, dude, all we have to do is take out the batteries, and then it'll be disabled. And I took out the batteries, and it just started beeping. And I was like, well, I guess. There's a battery so backup. Huh? Maybe there's a, yeah, it sounds like there's a backup battery then. When I remember when Christian, you know, Christian used to live uh, here with me in this house where I live now in Houston. And when he left, it was just me in the house until um, until Chow moved in. And when he, he, he left a touch lamp in his room. And I, I walked by, like, just downstairs. I, 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 no one went upstairs when Christian was gone. I, my room was downstairs. I just had the living room, the kitchen, and then my room. So, but I looked up at the stairs, and there was a light on. And then uh, I went up there. I'm like, oh, Christian must, have, Christian must have left his light on when he left. So I touched it off, right? And then, like, <laughs> four days later, I look up the stairs again, and the light's on again. And I'm like, it's, it's just me in the house. So, so then I go up, and I'm like, Hello? 
as if someone's gonna hey you know someone yeah. <laughs> but but so i turn it off again right and then uh, next time i talk to christian i'm like hey christian dude um, what's up with this touch lamp of yours How, it, it, does it turn itself on or something and he goes uh, yeah it does that every once in a while but um if you unplug it then hopefully it should just stay off like, <laughs> it better stay off yeah. <laughs> exactly it's off if i unplug it and then like i come back to the house and i go upstairs and it's plugged in and it's on i'm moving yeah (laughs) i'm done (laughs) exactly yeah we don't know how to turn it off what the smoke detector well in my old apartment my my dad messed with it and he was like there's like wires connected to it and i feel like if i cut the wires or if i try and unplug something I'm gonna end up having to pay for all new alarm system, and I'm not gonna. No, do no, that. No. So, there, what about? I have a suggestion. Oh God. Could could you guys just put a battery in there? <laughs> yeah. but we don't need those types of batteries for anything else. So nine why? volt. Like, they only they sell them in two pack anyway. They don't. And they are kind of pricey. I get what you're saying. That's why. All right. Well, Aren't they like twelve I, bucks for one or something or two? Yes, of course. They know you're gonna pay for it. That's why they don't turn. Is that why? Are they are they like partnered with the battery company or something? They're partnered with Fire Alarms Incorporated to (laughs) overprice the batteries. (laughs) Have only those batteries just for smoke detectors. You're like, why do I need to buy these? Yeah, forty nine. It's like, oh my god. For a two pack. Yeah. I think what's worse are the uh, batteries for keyless entry in the car. Like I have lithium ones. Lithium, yeah. yeah, it's always a different model number. It's like a some. It's like a social security number for a for a battery. Like it's never. It's not like oh, this battery works for the Honda and for the yeah. Toyota, or this this one works for this Honda or this other Honda. It's always two different batteries. Like it's like a fingerprint for <laughs> for that type of um, keyless entry. Yeah, they can't every. Why can't everything just be double A, double A? Double A or triple A. When you need double A, you have triple A. You have can, you need you have double yeah. A. Yeah, like if, can, you know, just like my TV remote control. I would settle for a keyless entry that's the size of my TV remote, just so I can put double A batteries in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I I could bore you with some science as to why that thing's expensive, but Wait, why it's expensive? Batteries? Why yeah, nine volt batteries are expensive. Why are they expensive? Because a nine volt battery is essentially four tiny batteries encased all together because a double a and a triple a battery is, is one and a half volts <clears throat> and so if you, if you put four of them together 1.5 times four is no, boy, oh, no six like, batteries put together it's six batteries put together sorry 1.5 times six is nine volts so a nine volt battery that's why it's got that weird rectangular shape it's actually six tiny batteries all wired together in um parallel so Physics for the win, I guess. But uh, so you're buying six batteries when you buy a nine volt battery. I think it's business for the win because yeah. <laughs> they could just they could just fit other batteries. There's other ways to get power to that smoke detector, you know. Hell, I would hardwire it to the you know to the light switch just so it could stop beeping, you know. No, I. That kind of defeats the purpose, though, because if your power goes out, you're fucked. Like, you can't can't detect any fires. (laughs) The fire, the first thing it does is it cuts all the power out, and then, like, you're done. Eh, Good good, good, good game, everybody. Apparently not in their smoke detector. It's got this battery backup that's encased in, like, titanium. I know, it's like... The guardian angels are like still there. Yeah, why didn't they just use that battery for the entire smoke alarm system, not just the backup <laughs> portion? Yeah, it's like you could have the apocalypse, and it's still gonna be 
Yeah. No, <laughs> listen. It's so gonna much. it's gonna make us feel like home though during the dark times. It's like man, that fire alarm. Like, no. Good yeah. No kidding. One day that thing's gonna like not be going off, and then you're it's gonna be eerie in the house no, or in the no, you know, in no, the no. complex. There's times where like I'm just like like alone in the house chilling, or I'll be like watching the office. Like maybe it'll be because like something's playing. I'm not paying attention to it, but in my head I'll be like, it hasn't gone off in a while. Like it'll wow. be in my head. Like Maybe it. the smoke detector is insecure. Like, pay attention. <laughs> like, we have like an, we have, like, an emotional... Crystal, I think you're insecure at this point. You're just... <laughs> Damaged apartment. That's... Yeah. We don't even have ceiling lights. That's that's living. That's why the room's insecure, because it has no lights. We have to we have to light it. I was going to say, say naturally, but we're using light bulbs, so it's not natural at all. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Like candles. One of, of, one of the two light bulbs. Torches. Look, you guys, our lamp has three working light bulbs out of the five. So, hey, Crystal, you got the Rubik's cube. I'm glad you. Yeah, we is both it, did. Is it butter? It's butter, bro. Yeah. And, I like uh, it. Cree Allen said that Charlene keeps wanting to play with it, so Cree <laughs> Allen actually wants to play with it. She's getting mad, and they're getting mad at each other, and it's just. Yeah. You just give her. I'm glad I could bring people together. This is awesome. <laughs> well, well, she tried to she tried to pull this negotiation tactic on me because I let her I let her play with my original Rubik's cube, and we play with that all the time. The and, then we, and then we got this new one in the mail, and she goes, "Can I play with that one?" I'm like, "No, because you you mess up all your toys, including the Rubik's cube. I'm just gonna put this one on the shelf, and only I get to play with this one." Yeah. And then she says. But I share my room with you. How come you're not sharing yours with mine? I said, first of all, these are both mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even in thought. So, yeah, my, yeah, my son I'm, does that negotiating tactic with, with me too. And the thing I say is like, actually, everything here is all mine. This is all mine. <laughs> yeah, you just uh, guess, guess where you're sleeping? That bed, that's mine. Yeah, the room you're in, that's mine. Like every everything, your you know your those, next meal, I that's mine too. You know you those know? feet that you're walking on? I gave you those. <laughs> it's like dang. No, it's like Dad doesn't want me to play Xbox because um, I'm just I just live here. He's like, what kind of parenting? Like, like <laughs> let me go outside. So, yeah, he like, won't let me go outside. It's his air. You're like. <laughs> You're like confined in this my little property, my rules. I know. Hey, have you have you guys heard that there's a uh, there was a headline or it was in my like uh, Navy Facebook feed where there was the first female uh, applicant for the Navy SEAL program um, failed out. Like she didn't make it into you know where, you know Bud. You heard of Buds? It's that's where like they have no. Hell Week. Like week three of Buds is is Hell Week. But there's a, another like uh, applicant program where if you make it through that program, you get to, um, put, not petition, but what do you what do you get to apply to go to buds? And she didn't make it through that little trial, the, the preliminary part. But so we, that we had the dis- discussion at work about should females be allowed in the military or or you know like the elite forces because there might be different standards and ooh, stuff. And then, ooh, now we're getting and into then, some. All right. Yeah. So like. I remembered um, we are this, the discussion turned into there's certain things that guys just do better than girls, and there's certain things that girls just do better than guys. Um, and it's it's not it's almost like if you have a child and an adult like trying to do the same job, 
You know, there's, I mean, or even like say at my job, you have maybe bigger, stronger guys that, and taller guys that are good at one part of the job, and you have smaller, more agile guys that are good at a different part of the job. You know, it's not better or worse, you know. But as far as females petitioning to be SEALs, uh, we were like, so where do they fit in? Like, what can they do stronger than guys that makes them better SEALs? And I remember like a light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, dude, okay, so the fighting and the capturing and the recon, let guys do that. You know what girls could do is interrogating. <laughs> like, take the... <laughs> <laughs> like, you wouldn't even need to waterboard them. Like you, if, if there if there's some if there's some bad guy that's holding somebody hostage, you put that bad guy in a room with a woman. They're confessing. They're like, okay, fine, I'll tell you. Just go quiet. Stop nagging me, Jesus. <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. First of all, but also there's truth in that. So yeah, so yeah, so. yeah it's, it's it's interesting. I mean, there is a when speaking in it, it, it's when speaking in generalities, it becomes very controversial. Because, of course, not like all women and all men, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, and we, in terms of. different examples the, of like wait, waitresses, um, wait, waitresses and, and busboys, per se, you know, uh, masseuses. You know, there's certain things that are just kind of more tailored for mm. um, for females and, and more for guys. And you're right. There's exceptions. There are exceptions. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What were you saying? No, so I was, I was saying in, um, that. I think as long as there's an equal opportunity for people to apply and to try, you know, then then I I think that's fair game. And then as long as, and then whoever passes whatever those standards are, that should be gender blind, you know. So if if a if a they, woman I mean, they, they should be they should yeah, be. However, they're not. There are different. Yeah, they're not correct because like you just in regular active duty military, there's different standards for uh, physical readiness, like. Mm-hmm. I know just um, the branch that I was in in the Navy, um, there's like this every six months we have to do like a certain number of push-ups, certain number of pull-ups, and we have to run um, a mile and a half in a certain certain time. Mm-hmm. And the standards are different if you're a male or a female, mm-hmm. and then depending on what your age range is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the scenario is if you're running away from a bad guy or you need to you know um, be physically fit to, to fight for the country, the standards shouldn't matter, but they do. And so yeah, I wonder or, or, if the, um, huh? Yeah, not that they, not that they, they don't matter. They do, but just like they are what they are. They are what they right? are, right? For for whatever, yeah. I don't know what the reason is. I can speculate. Yeah, but, yeah, me too. But yeah, it doesn't but, really matter as much. It's as just, as, but as far as Navy SEALs, you know, which is supposed to be like the best of the best, um, mm-hmm. how are the standards going to be different? And I would argue that I have a, I would say whoever is fighting to make uh, women eligible to apply is probably also fighting to make women um, it's, it's to push women through yeah so you know they're not they're not just gonna stop at oh yeah women can apply now but they're all failing so we tried they're not, yeah, you know, they're not, they're not gonna stop there yeah it's, it's interesting too because um, like in my trade you know with with the tech world and computers and stuff there's a huge gap between men and women and um and there are that's controversial because there's reasons for that i think that have less to do with like an individual's particular talents but but like how much how much support and how much coaching they get along the way 
it definitely feels like tech is sort of like a like an old boys club in that way. I think lawyers, it's the same thing with lawyers too. Like it's uh-huh. it's to have a female partner, for example. You know, yeah. not to say that that um uh women don't have the intelligence required to make it up to those ranks, but it's it's like, well, in order to make it up to those ranks, it takes more than just your talent alone. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to be recognized in a certain way by a certain group of people. And same thing with like um, in corporations, you know, uh, uh, executives with with like what they call the C-level positions, right? CEO, COO, CFO, all that stuff. Uh It's it's a – so there's – that's the same thing. Like climbing up that that ladder is – Yeah. But then – I mean then you ask the question, is the job being, you know, adapted to the individual that works the job or is it the other way around? Because I think it's a little bit of both. You know, like, I don't think oh. you completely adapt to the job that you're assigned to do, uh, nor do I think uh, does the job completely conform to the type of person you are. I think you, you kind of find the best way to do whatever the task is, and, um, I mean, at, at, the end, at the end result, like, however it affects the, the big picture goal. You know, like, if you're part of a team, does it really matter how many points you score if your team is losing? Or... Is, is is winning the most important thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and jobs for the most part, like any regular company corporate job, is like that. Like I can be the best at what I think I I can do, or I can be the best at what I think you want me to do, but at the end of the day, if, if the if the actual job that we are trying to perform is being accomplished, does it really matter who's doing what? You know? Yeah. Yeah, and also the fact that like you're uh, you you doing things as a group there there's factors in there that that make you um better as a whole they, they say like you know you're you're better as a whole versus like the sum of your parts so like you but what part of what makes you better as a whole is because you just kind of have this it factor that you all you all get each other and for better or for worse part of that it factor is like you're with like-minded people or you're with people who are like you like, and so say, the moment say, there's diversity, right? Like it, 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 um, it does. Sometimes it does. It has a negative effect because now you're not with people that are like you, but sometimes you have a positive effect because now you have different points of view coming in to to yeah. kind of enrich the experience. So you know. Yeah, like let's say for example, Crystal at her job, her her job was like fruit. What was it called? Fruit expert. Edible. Wait. The the, the your position your, was the oh, fruit yeah, expert. Was the job title. Fruit expert. Fruit expert. Why right? they just they should just call you Fruit Ninja at this point because that would be way better. That's copyrighted. <laughs> but you do the same job. You know the game Fruit Ninja, right? What are you doing? The way she said that is, <laughs> we tried that and it didn't. Work. <laughs> like the dude, strike failed. Is. Yeah. <laughs> but right. okay, so let's say her job um, when she went into the job was fruit expert mm-hmm. and just for argument's sake let's say her she wasn't required to answer the phones right um well what if you know some one day the phone rang and it was like this really important client and then some boss some coworker, somebody saw that she really had a knack for conversing over the phone i think then that would become part of her job you know and hell maybe even if um if it seemed like she was very good at that and it would it would even um, make it to where her job was more answering phones than 
being a fruit expert, you know? I mean, that's, we're talking like way, way down the line, but there, I think there are certain jobs, especially if you stick with a certain job that it, not only does, do you find your niche in that job, but it's, it's almost like the niche comes to find you. Right. But like you said, let's say somebody finds a knack or somebody finds that Crystal has a knack for answering phones. It still requires that somebody recognizes that she has a knack for that thing. Yes. And yeah. so part of part of what I think is a problem or some an, an issue we have to address is that like those people who need to recognize the other people and bring them up, those people they have personal biases that are probably at play. Yes. And it becomes really bad when those personal biases, let's say like, ah, I don't know though, she's Asian. You know, or like well, yeah. she's a girl. Right? Yeah. Like or something. I, and then it's like because of even- that. You know, I was like, just thinking more directly, like, "Hey, you're, it's not your job to answer the phones. Why don't you go over there and be the fruit expert?" You know, somebody could oh, no, no, simply no. that. If it's like, yeah, but like, let's say, like, struggle. but what you're saying is even like profiling, right? Yeah. So, let, like, let's say it's the owner of the store is the one who recognizes the talent, right? For for another job. Well, if the owner of the store was this particular owner that Crystal says, like, "Oh, I'm the, the doing things wrong, and I'm I'm fired or whatever," basically, or um. Or like, uh, let's say that you change one attribute about them, like instead of being male, that the owner's female, or instead of being, you know, yeah. um, that was the owner uh, white or something, or I don't know, yeah. Mexican, Asian. Okay, white. So instead of white, maybe uh, the owner was like Mexican, like an immigrant, right? So maybe like Mexican or or, um, or black or something like that, right? Then that changes their their filter, their lens for who they're gonna bring for who they're going to bring up, you know? So it's kind of a, if, if, if you say like, well, you know, um, this certain group has, has not found success in this job. It's like, well, that's because maybe they're not given an actual, uh, equal chance. So, and I understand we're kind of hinging on political here, so, um, we yeah, can, we can like, move what? from it. Yeah. Um, I, I will ask one thing cause we were talking about music earlier. So, um, what's your take on female DJs? Oh, so, Alex, I might have a better answer. I don't really know I guess how it, I feel I, about them. I guess them. it depends on, I guess, what kind of DJ you mean. Pretty much for me, the ones that I've seen that are like female DJs. And I, for me, I come from like DJs as in just spinning records in, in clubs, not necessarily like EDM type uh, acts, you know, because it's a, for me, it's a different skill set. So like those, I definitely think it's just like a sex sells sort of thing. From what I can tell, not to say that there isn't talent there, but that talent is always packaged up with a sex sell sort of thing. So, which is a thing that not a lot of guys do or, or that most of them don't have it. That's why they don't do it. So, um, I don't know. I don't really listen to... For me, it really doesn't matter who's producing it. It matters if I like it, I guess. So... If there so it's is, just the music if, content. If there's a female producer or DJ, I guess, that's mm-hmm. some, some stuff that I like, I'm like, man, who who is this chick, you know? She's, she's, mm-hmm. I'm having a great time, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. listen to this again. Yes. You know, I, I don't really find bias in really, you know, anything like that, especially like in music, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I guess I'll just ask you, like, who would you, let's say I'm getting more into EDM music. Mm-hmm. Right. Are there any that you would recommend I listen to? Female? That are, that are female. Who's the only one I can really think of that's decent? It's, her name's Rez. She's pretty cool. She does, like, this thing where, like, she'll wear, like, these glasses on her head, and they have, like, LED lights on them, and it's hooked up to, like, the beat. Doing some Google. Um, R-E-Z? Yeah. R-E-Z-Z. Yeah, Rez. If you're, like, R-E-Z-Z. Goggles, okay. Pretty dope. They're, like, steampunk-style okay. goggles, but they, like, light up to, like, the beats. It's 
pretty cool. Okay. Her, not that great, but if you're talking a great f- f- female DJ, that's who I'm another, gonna think of. Another another really popular one that's in EDM right now. I mean, again, we don't really like listen to them much, but I know who is really popular. Mm-hmm. Like due to like EDC and you know stuff like that is uh this girl called Alice Allison Wonderland. Like Oh, like I can see what she did there. Huh? Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna try really hard not to roll my eyes at that, but got it. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Oh the yeah. oh the goggles. No, I, the Alice in Wonderland is oh, she did it back oh, to back the, with Jaws. Uh, the the name, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, the goggles thing is for me is actually fine. Um, <laughs> I mean there's freaking dead mouse, like what the hell? So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um anything goes at that point. <laughs> but yeah, like for me, I find it like hard to find them. And I'm like, well. No, it is though. It's definitely harder. I, I only know about and like maybe one other one after that, which mm-hmm. is a a girl duo named Cruel- Cruella. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's that's basically it. I'm, most of the DJs we know are male. Well, I, I would say, especially like when DJing, most, I mean, I would say guys in general, you know, we don't listen to music for you know because of the artist's looks. Girls, on the other hand. We'll go to a DJ and go, dude, that DJ is so hot. I like the yeah. music. He's handsome, attractive. I'm going to buy his T-shirt. I'm going to buy everything. You know, they they hook the, the girls on emotions. You know, guys are more mm-hmm. on content. You know, if I hear a girl producer and she's pretty, I'm not going to go pay $40 to go listen to bad music so I can stare at this girl 500 feet away from me. You know, that right. doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's different, so it's... it's yeah, yeah, for girls, really, they can go to a show and just fangirl still. Yeah, I mean, even, like, the the Beatles, for example, I mean, most of their live content was just girls screaming, you know? <laughs> That's, and, and it's, I mean, they play a, a TV show and it's just screaming girls. Right, 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 just, just going nuts, like, the fan, the, the total fandom exactly. part of it. But at the same time, like, I wouldn't necessarily fault that because I, like... For me, if you're an artist, maybe the visual aspect of it, even as a musician, is could be part of what you're bringing to the table. Could be part of the value. Like a boy you band, know? like most boy bands' music is not great, but they're they're but five handsome men singing right. pretty decent. You know, boom. And then the dancing, right? Yeah, you get you actually get really good high production values from sh- actually those shows are some of the best shows actually. But then you're, you're stepping away, you're talking more about performance and entertainment and less about music then too. The music sure. is part of the entertainment. Right, it's not, it's, not that, it's not necessarily that the music is the entertainment, it's just one part of it in, in, right, in right, certain right. forms. Yeah, and, but, and that's true with, with men and women, I think. Mm-hmm. Like when, when you step away from the music and the content, like Alex was saying, then the sex sales does kind of become a factor. Because like... Yeah, I'm like Beyonce, that's what you're buying. Like, yeah, she, yeah. I mean, she she probably is a good singer, has some cool music, but um, I kind of want to see her too. Yeah, you know, I think for me in particular, like with especially with female vocalists, there's definitely vocal talent there that I could see. But in terms of like with the the DJing stuff, like some of the stuff that we talked about right earlier, where composing beats, doing the editing, doing all that stuff, um, and 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 in general, that's kind of like a geeking out sort of activity which seems to blend or, or have similarities with the stuff that i do in tech which i'm like oh they're actually trying to shove more girls into tech i wonder if they're also trying to shove more girls into you know this aspect of of music as well mm-hmm. not the pop artistry but like being being yeah, djs yeah. you know DJs, yeah. so yeah i don't know so, so it's it's almost like you think that before they weren't getting a fair shake because they were females, and now it's almost the opposite where they're they're catching a break because. Well, I would say that, but I would also say more or less in this in, in this twenty first century, 
you know, with a little bit of money, I mean, anybody can do it, you know? I mean, you got to think 20, 30 years ago, if you wanted to be a producer, it was like, what do I even do? Like, who mm-hmm. do I talk to? Like, you don't, you don't have to go to a library and try and find a book on it, like, to read up about it. Like, nowadays, it's like, dude, I want to, you know, you go on Google, how to be DJ. And I guarantee <laughs> you, you'd find some interesting article with a list of tools you, you, you need to buy. You can go on Amazon. You know, make a wish list, order them over. Yeah, you, you can map it out, right? Exactly, but 20, 30 years ago, it just wasn't the case. And I'm sure as a female, you're thinking, it's impossible for a male to do it, let alone myself. You know what I mean? To, to produce or even, mm-hmm. you know, sing for that matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's interesting. The, the, the main thing we're talking about here is not, by the way, the main thing we're talking about is not like gender specific. It's all about like, well... There was this established group of people that are trying to hold on to the, their own group's ways of doing things. And then there's like the up-and-comers who are trying to disrupt, who are trying to, you know, kind of take the spot over, right? And so it's interesting what are the strategies that are at play that will, you know, people will resort to in order to like say like, oh, I'm part of the in-crowd and I, I kind of want to keep the in-crowd my crowd, you know? So... Um, when gender is kind of an easy target because in a lot of ways, like women didn't have nearly as many priv- uh, rights and opportunities as they have now, which I, I applaud. But it's interesting to see the 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 reaction to that from from males who would be the more privileged group, right? And again, I'm not talking about all males do this, but you know, if if they're in the privileged group, they're like, hmm, well, we could go directly on merit. But I also have like all these other, uh, all this other stuff at my disposal that that I can use to like, sort of hold myself up, or or worse, like hold people down, right? People who aren't part of the group. So that's the thing that's fascinating to me, and especially like, I'm you know like I'm I'm a mix of those things, right? Like, and you're like, and Crystal, you're a mix of those things, and Alan, you're a mix of those things. You too, Alex. So like, all of us are different mixes of those things, and in some ways, we're part of the privileged group. In other ways, we're part of the under, like the not privileged group, and so it's it's and and I, I think there's sort of sort of karmic quality to well, in times where I'm the I'm on the privileged group, I want to be able to empathize with those who are trying to come up and not like resort to things where I'm just like knocking them down. Now that's just me personally, you know. So that and that's um, so you're for you, it's a very yeah. selfless purpose, right? Like it's it's not it, it it's more for the sake of their success and future and and for their career unless for yours because the 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 other side of the coin is 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 the um revolution of this person or this group of people if if they're taking over is that going to enhance my career and then the career of my group of people or is it going to compete with it because sometimes yeah you don't know you don't know if it's going to do one of which one you know which direction you go and I'm probably less concerned with that part of it than I am with like my own value system. Like, I don't think I'm as ruthless about, you know, let's say my position in tech, for example, than 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 other people who are who are in the same pool that are competing with me. You know, I I like I like to compete at my best, but also compete against people at their best. Now, maybe I might not be singing the same tune if I'm getting my ass kicked all the time, right? Like, yeah. because, right? So, um, and and some days I do still get my ass kicked, but apparently it's not enough where now I'm thinking about survival, right? And then there's a point where 
if it's survival, you have different standards. You have different things. You're like, hey, I'm gonna do what I need to do to survive, right? And so there, you know, are you are you? It, it's like a difference between starving versus hungry. Yeah, I feel well, like I'm hungry, but I'm not starving. The, but there are definitely people I'm competing with who are starving. The the two I was gonna compare the two words to me that are, I associate with them are to me there's a there's a bit of a relevance between um, competing and dependence. Like I feel like I'm more likely to be in competition for some position if I'm dependent on that position. Where if I feel like I can do without it, if I feel like there's alternatives, if I feel like there's variables. Then if somebody else wants to compete for it, eh, they can have it because no, you know, right. they, I, I have a safety net. I have a fallback. Mm-hmm. So what's the two words again? I think I got some lag or something. Competing, like competition, uh-huh. and dependence. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I feel like the more yeah. dependent you are in achieving something, the more you're willing to compete for it. Mm-hmm. Right. You need it. It's something. I mean. Yeah. I mean. And it, it's a double-edged sword too. Yeah. I mean, because because like yeah, you're you're right. Like one way to become. One way to become the most competitive, is to like make it so that you have to depend on it. Yeah, true. Yeah. And I, I'm gonna, I'll bring it back to like my the my relationships, like me as a husband and me as a father, or what I see in husbands and fathers, in like a, a common scenario is. Some people think they could never live without their kids. They're dependent upon having their kids around. They fight for custody, right? They don't fight for their marriage, though. They're like, yeah, I don't, I don't need this. And so they don't – it's, it's still there. It's still possible. It's still up for the taking. But, yeah, I could, I could do without her. She's more harm than good to me. But if a kid is more harm than mm-hmm. good to you, you're like, no, I. Or, have or to. they say, huh? yeah, when they say like, this is this is like breaking up, like this, we're we're doing this for the kids. It's something weird, like, like that, yeah. they'll say we're staying together for the kids, or like we're not staying together for the right, kids, right, or something right. like the that. The kids, yeah. yeah, the kids. It seems more of like a, a concrete relationship, where for other couples, it seems like the marriage doesn't it's it doesn't have that same credibility, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a difference there for. For some people, you know, at least yeah. from the ones I observe. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I'm not sure how we got on this topic, but I like it. 